there will be a million and one people who will pop up along your entire journey as potential clients, as potential customers, possible mentors, ambassadors, decision makers who will not do what they said, what they implied, or what they even declared publicly they will do for you. When, not if, when that happens, because it will happen, what will you do? That's the real question. No one has a straight path in life. There are lots of twists and turns, which often leads to growth, understanding, and wisdom, if you know where to look. No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspective of success. Because the podcast focuses on the millennial perspective, many guests are mid-journey, which is a refreshing take on perspective in today's podcast continuum. Ashley interviews her guests, capturing a snapshot of the work they've done thus far, while also discussing their hopes and dreams for the future. She'll speak with various guests about their definitions of success and how they overcame failure and life's unanticipated challenges. Listen to No Straight Path, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Intent, in most cases, comes from a very sincere place. We as humans have the intentions to do what we say, imply, declare, suggest, proclaim in the moment. But the intent to do something versus taking the action to do something is an entirely different thing. Understand that the promise or the suggestion of the intended purpose or action from someone saying or implying they can be or they will do on your behalf regarding your business, your career, your growth your funding, your success, your amplification, hear me now, are just well-intended words until they manifest. I know it sounds a little harsh, but it's not. It's keeping you level-headed. It's knowing. It's learning. It's understanding that actions matter more than words. This doesn't mean become totally cynical. This doesn't mean stop being a dreamer. And this doesn't mean do not get excited about potential opportunities that come up in your life. What this does mean, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to articulate in this moment is to create a level of awareness for you to be aware of your surroundings, of body language, of dialogue, of dialect, of how people are presenting, when, where, and the deeper meaning of why, so you can avoid to not being naive and or gullible to when things look a certain way, but they play out a different way, doesn't catch you blindsided. This means this is a call 
of affirmation, a call of action, a declaration for you to have clear measurements and timelines in place when evaluating opportunities. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. How many times has a potential client said all the right things, gave the clear and unequivocal direct intent to do business, did not even buck an eye at the price or the terms, said that ain't a problem at all, and you are still waiting to hear back from them today, completely and utterly ghosted. You can swap that out for a job opportunity, funding from an investor, a feature in an article, a guest spot on a podcast, videocast, live stream, whatever, whenever, wherever it's applicable. There will be plenty of these highs, followed by plenty of these lows, where what you thought you had in hand falls through. And you have to navigate that sudden change in emotions, that sudden change and monetary potential that you thought you had, and still navigate your business, navigate your emotions, navigate your output and your deliverables in flow? The answer is to always include a healthy dose of cynicism and deal with all the facts, not just selective ones with blind hope and unfounded trust. Intent and interest are great, but they are nothing to bet with. The only indication of interest is action. I'm about to tell you a truth that I know you know this. I know this. We all know this, but sometimes need a reminder. I'm not for everybody and you're not for everybody. So therefore, I think we can say this all together. We are not for everybody. I'm not the air quotes, right culture fit or color or age for some folk. Yeah, I went there. Is it biased? Sure. But it's still a factor. I, as an African-American, as someone who just turned 30, a millennial, who has a very ambiguous business that if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And if you know, you know. What I must consider, all of these factors has come up my entire career. Now, I can either run from this and be a total optimist or have a slight dose of realism and not live in denial while still being a very logical optimist. 80% of me, air quotes, being not the right fit for everybody, end quotes, really aligns with price, ability, understanding of what I can do, understanding of what you need, understanding does those two things align, belief in my value to their end result or goal or my inability to actually help them, and just a trust factor in doing business with me. Now, what I just did in the last 30 seconds is brought both sides of the coin. Yes, I can say people didn't choose to do business with me because I'm African-American, because I'm young, because maybe they don't understand certain things, or maybe it's a moral decision or what other variables that come into play when they see me or think of me, stereotypes, stigmas, bias, all those things. But I would still say that majority of it is not that. Majority of it is around the actual cost and the time commitment and how someone holds me accountable. I hold all of my clients 
accountable. Oh, no. <laughs> I just don't say yes to anybody. You have to meet my criteria. You have to meet my requirements in order for me to work with you because I want this thing to be successful and I want to win a certain way. So therefore, I have my own set of boundaries and certain things that you must match as well. Be as it may and understanding both sides of the coin. It's to your benefit. And if you don't do this to your detriment, to not be very clear about who you are, what you do, who you serve, how you serve and why you serve. And knowing the ideal client profile or customer profile, your ICP, that aligns, that creates the best experience for you. Ah, email. The snail mail of the internet. The littlest brother of the marketing channel family. Usually overlooked as the least important part of one's marketing efforts. The reality is that many brands particularly many marketers are leaving money on the table by neglecting emails position as a crucial and critical marketing channel. Not only is it the most intimate marketing channel where you can speak directly to your customer and earn their business for life, but it's also one of the most cost-effective channels to put your money into. According to HubSpot, email nets $42 in sales for every dollar spent netting an eye-watering 4,200%. So I don't know about you, but I think as marketers, we need to prioritize email marketing. Thankfully, that's where the Google Conference comes into play. The Google Conference is the largest online email marketing conference in the world. The brainchild of Jay Schwedelson of SubjectLine.com has put together a 100% free virtual conference designed to share the very latest digital trends, email best practices, and emerging tools you'll need to step up your email marketing performance today. I'm also happy to say that I am a brand ambassador for the Google Conference. When and where? It's virtual. November 2nd to November 3rd. You will learn everything you need to do to enter a marketer and come out a guru. Again, the Google Conference is 100% free, but seats are still limited. One final nugget I want to leave in this moment with you. Damon John, yes, the shark himself, will be the keynote speaker for Guru Conference 2022. Continue to listen to the iDigress podcast for more information about the Guru Conference. Click on the link to register. Tell your friends to register. Tell your marketing colleagues to register. Get your whole team registered for this amazing good time, and I will see you there. Have you ever signed a contract, started a job, did an opportunity, took on a side hustle, and immediately knew you messed up? Didn't matter how much it paid, didn't matter the opportunity, didn't matter who you got to work with or what brand you got to add to your website portfolio, you knew right away, I messed up, right? How did you get yourself in this predicament? Why do you find yourself in this particular situation? Now, sure, there is a small chance that what they told you and what it was were two different things. But in most cases, instead of being little having a little bit of cynicism and seeing the truth for what it is we probably had selective hearing and got lost the moment we heard the big brand the big name the dollar amount and didn't really tune in for the amount of work the depth all the nuances of things 
that we probably should listen for to make sure it aligned with our daily lives or our business routine or how we want to do work. I'm at a point in my career, and I can say this because I've made it to this point, where homie don't want to run the gauntlet and do a lot of busy work. I want to do very selective, calculated, intentful work. I don't want to do all the busy work, all the grunt work. I've paid my dues. I've done all that. That doesn't mean I can't go back and do it when I need to, if necessary. But trust, I don't really want to do that no more. So in the same way, it's not just enough when you're prospecting to get a yes because the dollar amount matches what you need. It matches your margins. They get what you do. They need what you do. You have to make sure that the relationship is alignment with the experience and the effort in play. And if it doesn't, that's when you have to let it go because it doesn't fully align with what I need. And if you're in a financial, mental, emotional place where you can strongly deny and say no because it's not a right fit, by all means, you should do so. Yes, I've also been in a situation where I did need the money. They didn't give me what I wanted. It was a little lower than what I sent in the scope of work. It wasn't what we had verbally, air quotes, agreed to over the phone or in the Zoom call. But looking at my margins or looking at what I needed in that moment, I decided, well, I need to take it on. But I was aware of maybe not everything, but aware of some things where Troy's going to have to make a few sacrifices that he normally wouldn't have made because you need the money or I need the cash flow or whatever your reasoning might be. But in a normal circumstance, you do not want to compromise on what you need. It's not just looking and comparing to margins. It goes beyond that. I would rather have one client paying me $50,000 a month for six months than having 50 clients paying me the equivalent to match that amount a month. But now I'm in all these other meetings that is just crazy. My schedule's through the roof. And that can be eliminated by just having one client paying me the same amount of money. Now, sure, it may look like, yeah, getting 50 folk paying me a fraction to equal the whole of $50,000 a month seems logical because, yeah, that's easier for the client to pay, easier for them to say yes, therefore probably quicker to close in the pipeline, and we hit $50,000 a month, awesome, but look how much extra work I have to do versus having one client pay me $50,000 a month, and I can give them my full attention. I ain't got no worries. My calendar isn't maxed out. I ain't stressing. I just do what I do, baby. I give them the strategy. I give them the system. I give them the solutions. I hold them accountable. I help them scale. I help them build a sustainable system and they grow. They make their money. They're happier. We're good. And maybe I'm working with them for six months and we're in and out. Maybe they call me next year and we do it again. But it's understanding and being clear when you're prospecting. What do you need? What do you want? What do you have to give? What's your capacity? I get it. Ain't nobody just going to naturally say no to not having no more clients or no more customers. What they say, always be selling. But you got to be able to live. You got one life to live. So therefore, you must make the right decisions for yourself, for your department, for your business, for your organization, for your team, for your family. And again, I want to reemphasize this for you. What do you do? When you come up to a blind spot, do you speed up? Do you close your eyes and hope for the best? Of course you don't. You want to know why? Because you can't see what's beyond. It's very imperative that you see the full picture. Moving forward in business, it's kind of the same thing. When you want to make big bets on how to connect with your customers, you need the full picture. The full vision 
needs to be in view. The HubSpot CRM platform gives your marketing, success, and sales teams a full 360 view of your customer. The payments feature lets your teams leverage payments data for targeted email campaigns and automate workflows when your customer pays, meaning your business keeps running smoothly and your teams can continue crafting customer first experiences. And we all know the detriment of what happens if you don't have the full picture of your customer in view. Things crash. Things don't go the way that they were supposed to go. And you lose ground. You lose momentum. But to maintain that momentum, use the HubSpot CRM platform to help you provide the insights of your customer for your entire team to perform its best work. Because you have the full view of your customer insight at all times. Learn more about how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. The success rate to close the deal and get what you want isn't just on the prospecting person. It's also on you as the seller or the recipient to identify if it makes sense. You must respect the process, respect the client or customer, but know that they're not in the driver's seat. You are. So you need to make sure that they respect you just as much, if not more, in the same way. We're running in parallel. This needs to be beneficial for both of us, not just for me. You can make a lot of money off a deal, and that deal can turn out to be the worst decision you ever made. Because it's taking you out of your established ecosystem. It's breaking down all the boundaries you have set up to create a safe space for you to work when you work. And when you're not working, you're not working. When that overlaps, you become fatigued. You become irritable. You become irritated. You become less patient. Therefore, leading you to your communication lacking in many areas. And maybe that impacts your quality of output and deliverability, which impacts your bottom line, which should cause you to lose the contract that you took because you saw the big dollar sign. But that's over the course of a few months or a year or X amount of time. There's this window they can leave the contract and not pay you anything. All these other factors disrupting your happiness. There ain't enough money on this planet to disrupt your happiness like that. I want to be happy. I want to make money. I also want to do a good job. I also want to get results. I also want anybody who's worked with me to say Troy was energetic. Troy was innovative. He was strategic. He brought solutions. They worked. We grew. We got to where we wanted to be. And it was in an experience that made me happy. They say all those things. Push it on a Google review. Add it to a review on my podcast. Put it in a LinkedIn recommendation. Send it to me in a love offering on Christmas time. I'm set. I'm straight. Let's go to the bank. That's what I want. That's what I need. This is another Strategy Accelerator brought to you by Agency Accelerated Podcast with Stephanie Liu, powered by Agora Pulse. We're talking with Stephen Wakabayashi about how businesses can communicate better with their employees and be more supportive of their needs. 25% of folks were denied 
raises or promotions due to their identity, 31% faced microaggressions or discriminations openly, and about another 25% left their job after not feeling accepted. And further beyond this, as we talk about people being out and open, we see a huge population of folks who are finding that they have to be a different type of individual within the workplace just to stay employed, have a job, and more often than not, in one way or another, staying professional. And so I think one of the biggest issues right now, especially just with what's happening in the country too, is this conversation around how do you show up truly yourself, right? Your whole self, your whole identity within the workplace in a way that not only accepts you, but actually celebrates you, especially as a part of doing the work. I love that. Yeah, because oftentimes, I think when we choose our career, and especially even our employers, we want to feel supported. And we want to feel as if we could bring something to the table that really shows our different perspectives, and we could all learn from each other, especially from a creative agency. You know, it's, it's not like one particular community is just all the same. It's like we all have our own values, beliefs, and attitudes and different things. And when we get to brainstorm off of those ideas, then it makes it really fun. Who we design for, right? Like just to put it out there, right? Like agencies, especially you're creating products that not just touch one demographic, one population, right? You're creating products, services, everything that touch a whole myriad of people across the world too. And so especially as we think about who we're designing for, one really key factor of just making sure our products are successful in that is to also have the people who are designing for as a part of the process, right? As a part of the team, as a part of the dynamic that really goes to not just vetting out some of the features of functionalities, whether it's good or bad, but just getting the myriad of ideas into it. And the question is how are we truly creative? Yeah. I love it. Like what you heard, go to agorapulse.com slash agency accelerated for more information about Stephanie's interviews with high-level individuals across the spectrum here to help you accelerate and grow your business. I also have linked to various Agorapulse resources that can help you scale and grow your business. So check them out. The link will also be in the show notes. So ask yourself, do you have that? Are you in a place, in a position to identify what's your capacity? What do you want? And what do you need? What does the work life look for you? How does this all work out? When we project our profit margins and what we're going to make, do you consider how you're making the money? Or are you solely obsessed over just the bottom line of what's being made? Means nothing if you make a million dollars a year, a quarter, a month, a week, or even a million dollars a day if The cost it takes to get to that on top of the cost of your time to maintain it is exceedingly and abundantly beyond what is feasible for you to live the life that you want to live. That's why I say to my clients and that's why I positioned myself on LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere you see me is that I specialize in growth strategy and systems and solutions that help you build sustainability first and scalability second, but that's also aligned for you to have happiness, for you to enjoy the journey just as much as the destination so you can avoid burnout, so you can maintain positive energy and positive flow, so you can do what you do best. Because we've eliminated the complexity, the confusion, the chaos, the clutter, and all that we're left with is clarity and simplicity 
together allowing you that flow, that trust the process, and to see the vision, align on that vision, and achieve that vision in a triple threat type of way, it's absolutely beautiful. But it's only beautiful if you can enjoy the process just as much as the destination. You want to enjoy building the car as much as you're driving the car with the intent and full purpose to win the race in the car. Prospecting isn't just about client, potential client, potential customer, your ICP, your established audience, or maybe even non-traditional audience. It's also doing the dance, whether it's the waltz or the tango or any dance you want to do, and making sure that it also aligns with you, with your business, with your needs, with your wants, with using what you have in hand. Making sure you can handle the capacity and do it in a way that meets to your brand standards, your namesake. The quality of your work can be maintained or even better. That's true prospecting. That's truly understanding your craft, your skill, your business in correlation with your audience, knowing what they need knowing what you have, knowing what you can offer. What's that max capacity that you're willing to do? And what does that cost? Not just in the margins of money with your P&Ls and your accountant, but also in the cost of time and experience as well. Think about these things. This is just as critical as any growth hack, any strategy, any great marketing campaign. It won't matter a lick if what you bring to the table doesn't sustain you, doesn't compel you to go ahead and drive to continue on, and is in alignment with your vision and your goals. Do the deep work so you can get to the big prize. One more thing. I've been asking for a while across social media and previous episodes of I Digress that if I'm bringing you value, value that I might add 100% free. It would mean a lot to me if you could take the two to five minutes, rate the podcast, leave a review, let me know what you think. You can let me know what you think about the episode. You can let me know what you think about the podcast. What have you learned? Any success that has come about from this journey? I would love to know. And as a man of good faith, if you do so, you would have the potential opportunity to have a free strategy session with me. Sounds like a fair trade. Yes, I am a man talking to himself. I don't know how you experience this until I pose. And it would mean a lot to me to get feedback about how I'm doing. Is it making sense? Is it making an impact? Is it making a difference? Are you learning? Are you growing? What do you want to see? What do you want to hear me tackle? What questions do you have? If you go to idigress.fm, you'll be able to leave a review You also would be able to leave me a voice message asking me questions or giving me additional feedback. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much to all my listeners, to all my supporters, and the iDigress community. We do want this thing, and we're going to do it bigger and better. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of iDigress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. 
Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.